0: Growing up I lived a sheltered life. I had never been exposed to crime nor had any knowledge of what life was like in jail or prison. Other than movies of course. However, this all changed in my mid-30s when I found myself in women's jail, numerous times, and prison once. It all started when my mother committed suicide and I started using meth. This led to me spiraling out of control and engaging in criminal behavior. At the time, I was a mother of two young boys who were very active. Despite their hectic schedule and my overcommitting nature, I didn't want to just go through the motions. Unfortunately, my actions soon involved criminal behavior and thinking, which at first was foreign to me. I had gone to a Lutheran school through college and was considered a goody-goody, but meth turned me into a different person. As an overachiever, I took things to the extreme. My first time in jail was for residential burglary, but I couldn't even comprehend what that meant. I was high on meth and had taken over ten zannies before being locked up. For the first five days, I was out of it. When I finally came to, it was a sombering moment. I was being housed in a two-man cell, with 22-hour lockdowns. Which meant we only got out for two hours a day, and it could be any time. I was going crazy, freezing from how cold it was in there, and missing my kids to the point where I cried every day. It was difficult to talk to my kids on the phone since it was either too early or too late. I found myself taking refuge in books, reading at least two books a day to take my mind off the dire situation. The meals were terrible—breakfast at 4.30 am, lunch at 11, and dinner at 4.30 pm. By the time 7 pm hit, I was starving. Thankfully, my family put money on my books for commissary, which provided ramen, chips, honey buns, coffee, and candy. It was the only piece of the outside world that we had. The deputies were ruthless and power-hungry, eager to exert their authority over detainees. The procedure wasn't easy to follow, and any crossing of the line could get you pulled into an area where cameras didn't record. Court days were the most exhausting, as we were taken down at 4.45am and placed in another cell after being searched. Girls were often seen coming back crying because they had been given a few days as sentences. I wasn't so lucky, as I was sentenced to prison for two years plus a strike, but only ended up serving a year due to my participation in a drug program. The prospect of going to prison was the last thing I wanted. Separation from my kids and family for a year, in prison? It was unbearable. However, it was a better alternative than being stuck in county jail for 22 hours a day without any interactions. I eventually found myself in an 8-man room, with lifers. And after googling them, I realized that they were all in for murder. However, I eventually grew to love them and quickly adapted to the new environment. In prison, we were allowed to work, go to church, and work out, providing a sense of freedom that was not possible in jail. The meals were actually really good. For prison, they were amazing. My roommates would often cook meals that were better than some restaurant food. The COs operated in a more relaxed environment, as long as you didn't break any big rules. In prison, the prisoners run things, not the COs, which was different from county jail. I was lucky enough to be in a drug program, which led to me getting out six weeks earlier than expected. Although I have never been back to prison, I have been to jail three more times, and it is not a place anyone would want to find themselves in. However, in the midst of all the chaos and isolation, there was a level of bonding that occurred with the other women, which was a saving grace. So much so that some of those women are still in my life today.